Hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? Oh my gosh, we had a viral Melee clip, and it was this close to being even more awesome, and we can talk about the IBDW reverse pop-off in as much oh, detail God. as you want. There's just <laughs> been, there have been, there have been moist critical breakdowns, there have been podcasts about it, the Radio Melee Hungerbox interview that I'm referring to, there have been analysis videos on analysis videos, none talking about it. I mean, everybody's gotten a piece of this, but... It hasn't been just that. There have been, oh, I should actually transition the screen so that people can actually <laughs> see you. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, we're here. What's up? <laughs> My bad. But all that to say, what's happening in Melee from your perspective, Hada? What's been standing out to you recently? I mean, I, I feel like I always start off everything with, I mean, <laughs> it's just it's like, um, I think what was cool is I, I've gotten this new habit or, um, where I watch a lot of melee, like if there's a tournament going on, and if Fizzwiggle and myself are not there, we're usually playing TFT or League of Legends, and we have it on a second monitor. We're watching it together, and we were watching Gommel Top Eight and playing Team Fight Tactics, and the reverse pop off, the the IBDW versus Hungrybox counter pop off happened, and we both at the same time go. Ooh. <laughs> we're kind of just like i don't know how we feel about that one and and this is just like dude i didn't like that Ooh, i mean i yeah the the hbox pop-offs are synonymous and they're notorious at this point it's just always you know 10 points over over the minimum amount of points required for a decent pop-off and of course for some people especially if you've been popped off on a handful of times or you had to be in those top eights where you're seeing those pop-offs I'm sure I can get obnoxious and get old, especially, you know, after he was planking the ledge against Cody in game one. And, uh, you know, to me, it was like we saw I was also seeing in all my discord chats in like the top left corner, we get like the little notification bubble. It's like multiple people were like, wow, that was his Joker moment. That was like he snapped. It was over. It was all downhill from there mentally after Cody. After Cody did the the counter pop off or the pop off block maneuver, but I mean the top eight was great. Jmook had an amazing run. Um, beat Zane uh, had some pretty close sets with H God, and of course the IBDW set and the H box set was great. It was last stock game five, and last stock last hit game five. It was an exciting, exciting top eight. Uh, Josh man crashing all the way to a fourth place, beating Moki and IBDW on the way to get there. So. Uh, Josh, man, securing himself as the greatest Australian player to come out in Melee history, um, as well as cementing himself as definitely a top 20, top 30, top 30, if not top 20 caliber player. Absolutely phenomenal performance from from big man Sora. So, you know, it was a great top eight. Love that Gommel series. It was, and of course, all the all the publicity it got from, like you're saying, from Moist Critical, from XQC, from big uh podcast outlets and uh big esports outlets picking it up i'm sure you know the score esports will write a little piece about it in the next coming week uh, uh. <laughs> it's it's great it's it's uh, it's all good all around and uh my boy walt and my boy radar were on the mic for it so definitely uh, lots of great content to go around Yes, actually, uh, we didn't see the counter pop off right as it happened, unfortunately, but I had some people over the melee tournament. Sorry, Gommel was on the big TV while it was happening and they don't know anything about melee. 
And so I have it on as background and I'm just trying to keep an eye on things as they're happening. Mm -hmm. So we miss the pop off somehow, the, the counter pop off, but otherwise they're seeing different things and they're asking mm -hmm. like questions about what's going on. Why does everybody care about this? It's a 20 year old game, like all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But after, after about 20 or so minutes of like, you know, we're talking about stuff. We talk a little bit about melee and what's happening. We talk about stuff. We mm -hmm. kind of go back to what's happening now. Like Jesse, what's happening now and explaining stuff. And they're starting to get it. They're starting to understand. And I think part of it is just the atmosphere that the Gommel crowd, all the Canadians, all the international talent that's mm -hmm. there watching the tournament after, you know, not being able to go as far in their own, in their own tourney runs. And of course, all of us crazy us people going up there as well. And having mics on the stage to hear IBDW just like more or less saying, "Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna be on the ledge all day, well then good shit, Xbox." Like like that's that's yeah. his mentality after game one and asking for ledge count, ledge grabbing count. I loved all of that. It was a great great top eight to to watch as a viewer and 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 a lot of it was still coming across in certain not in terms of understanding how the players are playing. But I sort of give the storylines of each player to the people who know nothing about the game, know nothing about Melee, and they're going, all right, let's go, Josh, man. <laughs> I'm like saying Josh has the underdog. And of course, as soon as you know who's supposed to win, who's supposed to lose, you just start to do that yourself. You can't help it. And they were getting into it a little bit because the crowd's getting into it a little bit. Walt and Radar are definitely getting into it. Shout outs. Uh, my, one of my favorite new age pairings of commentators. Mm -hmm. and, and for you, I'm sure, because you are deep in the commentary sauce, always looking for those Google Sheet forums. Hey, who's looking for applicants? Because... We got to get hotter on the mic. Can I just say that? Get hotter on the mic. Always and forever. Amen. Yeah. It's, uh, unfortunately did not, was not able to secure a spot for Double Down, so you won't see me quite this weekend. But looking at some other opportunities, uh, of course, still applying, still doing what we can. And uh, really excited to see what else the, uh, the, the waters, where the, where the waters push me, per se, where the currents and the tides will take me. Uh, but right now, I, I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I got a new job. I'm playing a lot of volleyball. I have a sand volleyball league I'm playing in tonight. It's, my game starts at 9.30. My God. But <laughs> I have to be there early to, like, register and everything. So it's it's just, like, whew. It's, it's, I'm in a good spot, though. I'm in a very good spot, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, you will get to see my doubles partner, or um, my doubles partner in commentary, Trey the Trash Man, on commentary for Double Down. So please go check out All Chat Esports, Trey the Trash Man and uh, show him some love on the Double Down stream, please. Absolutely, by all means. And if you, if, are you actually going to Double Down or are you not going to Double Down? Just to clarify, you're not going to, as a commentator, but there. are you going as a player? I will not be attending. I um, just, my finances aren't there. I, I could only really finance it if I was going for, for work, quote unquote. So mm. uh, definitely uh, looking, at, uh, looking at Big House for sure. Uh, big House is definitely going to be my next really, really big, sought after event and um i should be good to go after that so double, uh big house is going to be my next really really serious look I, I will definitely go even if i don't get commentary uh but more than anything i'm i'm excited it'll be it'll be great um gotta have check out which other big tournaments are coming out and around and i'll definitely toss some applications here and there but we will see 
Okay, so I will be going to Big House because I Ooh. this I was like I could go to two majors this year, and I wanted to go to one as soon as humanly possible. So that was Pound, and that was fun, and we all missed you. All the all chat people were there except for you, and I felt so bad, but it was great to see everybody <laughs> there, and and have my first major experience as a, as a as a as a person, and then. Big house. I was like, I gotta go to big house. I could drive to Detroit. Are you kidding me? I could drive there. I don't even have to fly. And so I hope to see you there, Hada, because we could do, we could do at least a little, little, uh, IRL, Hey Hada segments kind of stuff. I'm going to be trying to do a little bit of content. I'm going to be trying to see what I can do. If I can accidentally end up on stage somewhere like, like, Oh wait, how'd I end up here? And they go, wait a second. But then I go, Hey, I have this badge or something. I don't know. I'm going to be trying to fumble my way into something comical Todd Chavez levels from BoJack Horseman uh, comedy. I'm looking for something like that for me and the big house 10 this fall. Mm. But with double down being the most, the most forefront tournament it's coming up this weekend. You have all kinds of potential for wonderful melee to happen yet again. We are so spoiled. This summer of melee has been super fun to follow along with, but with double down, the saddest part of it is that J Mook will not be making an appearance again. And after seeing yeah. J Mook reverse 3-0 Zane twice, once in winners and again in losers finals, just just the kind of thing that I'm explaining to my brother Blake, who follows the scene a little bit less than I do. And I said, Did you mm-hmm. did you see any Gommel results? And he said, No. And so I showed it to him and he's like, No way. No way. And the guy like really into it. I go, <laughs> Yes. You need to be seeing these live. <laughs> Even if you have friends over, put it on the TV and ignore them half the time. <laughs> love that. You love that. I mean, yeah, um, I'm glad that we're still taking, you know, having COVID symptoms really seriously. I saw Jay Mook said, you know, he, he was displaying COVID and flu-like symptoms. He was getting a PCR test in the next 24 hours. So better safe than sorry. He's like, I'm not going to, you know, get on a flight and go to double down. Just want to make sure, you know, health and safety does come first, especially as we're trying to, you know, 100% stop this or like halt the spread of COVID guys, please, you know, from one healthcare worker to the rest of the community, it is still very important. You know, we can't, you know, obviously there's a lot of uh, conditions as well as regulations that have been lax and rightfully so because the spread of COVID has dropped immeasurably but still just you can't get too complacent if you're feeling sick stay home you know no one even your boss if they don't understand they're just a dick if you're feeling sick don't go to the bar with the homies don't go to the local don't go to work just be like hey i feel sick i'm gonna get a covid test if i don't have covid then you know you know, I'll see you tomorrow. But if not, you know, we have 15 minute tests. We have one hour tests. We have PCR tests. It's very, very important that we still stay safe. and We still keep each other safe. I love that, Hada. Thank you so much for the reminder, because there's there's always the part of me that loves to get excited about stuff. But you're helping to bring that part back out of me that says safety is a really big deal as well. And it is the underlying danger of having back to back to events, or I should say every weekend there being a really big tournament. And not everybody, okay, look, if I could go to all of these, obviously I would if I, if I actually had the means, but <clears throat> there are other people, the, the, the top 10 level players who have been to a lot of these and, and often back-to-back weekends, back-to-back-to-back. And 
it it is definitely a con uh, a concern and if jay mook says i need to be able to do this the right way love that respect that for sure and mm -hmm. so now i'm curious to hear from you about possible players to break into top eight for 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 double down we'll go over this event mm -hmm. and then we'll get out of here we have mm -hmm. players like fiction who we haven't seen a whole lot of this summer mm -hmm. Frenzy making a return to a bracket since I guess not going back to the UK and then and then uh, also Professor Pro as well. But then also Slug who we haven't seen in a while. Oh, breakfast is here. Yes. Let's go. We Getting distracted. She was playing. Yes. She was uh, playing with a hair tie and she was very mad at me for disrupting her. But of course we know we have, she has fans with the pod. So it has to at least say hello. Say hi, Brick. Say hi. No. Not feeling talkative. Oh. Meow, 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 meow. I love you, breakfast. All right, there she goes. Bye. <laughs> All right. But you All have, right, well. <laughs> but you have, you have potential players like, like Slug or Frenzy or Professor Pro to sort of break open this bracket a little bit. Do you like anybody potentially breaking into the top eight, or do you want to mm -hmm. go straight to top eight predictions? I mean. I think you brought up a really marquee player that always has that wild card potential to make a top eight or to make a deep run is Slug. Mm -hmm. uh, Slug is so outrageously good at melee. Um, and I've seen a lot more credit given to the top level Icy's main. So, because I'm seeing, you know, in in Smash Twitter, there are top players, you know, looking for Icy's practice. You know, I saw Justice, I saw um, Moki, and I saw, I forget who else, I think it might have been, um, it was one of the Sheiks. I can't remember who it was. But they were all like saying, looking for serious Icy's practice. And I saw this because I saw that um, formerly known as Cal, but now known as Essie, um, best player, one of the better, better players coming out of Ohio, actually started maining Icy's during the bulk of the pandemic. And so now dual mains Icy's and Fox. So they were uh -oh. picking up some, some top level Icy's practice um, against, uh, against Justice specifically. So super, super exciting to see that. I think Slug is a wild card. Very akin to uh, a player like Amsa, where you can never count them out. You can always see a deep run, but of course, I think Amsa on a different level than Slug as of right now. But I would not be shocked as if in six months that Slug is putting up Amsa-like performances. Um, you know, I saw some great performances from players like Bbats over the Gommel weekend, taking top, you know, getting top sixty-four. Um, there's a lot of good up-and-coming players. JFlex making a um, appearance at Double Down this upcoming weekend as well. But I think my big picks for top eight, you know, uh, Mango, Hbox, Amsa, um, Kadoran's going. I believe Zane will be there. I don't think Wizzy is going anymore. I think they might still be going, but I know they're still having some some health complications. So I would love to see if if Wizzy makes an appearance. I would love to see a Wizzy performance. I think it's been way too long since we've seen a at least a Wizzy specific Falcon performance. I think none has been performing very very well so the falcon representation is definitely still there um so i mean those are definitely like my top four top five and i think what's cool about this double down this double down bracket is those final three spots are super super up in the air i think uh Kadoran is going to be a gatekeeper for one of those spots and if you're at that level if you're nipping at Kadoran's heels or you're one of those top 30 top top 20 level players who's really really trying to Put an exclamation point before the big ranking season gets kicked off. Um, this is the time to do it. 
And then we have top eight itself, which is projected to be on winner's side, Zayn versus Amsa, Hungerbox versus IBDW. Then on the loser's side, Kadoran versus Moki, Mango versus Nun. And I'm looking at this and seeded, seed wise, they're already seeding Hungrybox as the two seed, which is interesting. It means that Hungrybox beats IBDW in winner's semis again and then loses to Zane uh, for the mm -hmm. for the winner's finals and then again in grand finals. Of course, seeding is only seeding, but if there is indeed a Hungrybox versus IBDW rematch, which obviously <laughs> would very much pique everybody's interest, including our own. I right. I am very excited to see the 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 adaptation because maybe a week is not enough to completely calm down and like completely down to your soul to be able to say I can take a loss from Hungerbox, but I know what I need to do to win this matchup, and I know that I can do it because IBDW should feel that way. But for, mm -hmm. for someone who I, I would I would describe IBDW as an emotional player, maybe maybe not the most emotional player ever or or what have you, but it will be interesting to see if there is indeed a rematch, how that goes. And then seeing Zane seated at number one again, despite the fact that Zane has not won the, the tournament that he's attended for a few tournaments in a row now, still projected to win is also really interesting because they're still giving him that respect because Zane is that kind of player. Let's not make the mistake, but it's, but it's how many tournaments do you go where you fall short and then the next tournament is... Well, we have to look at the pre at the people who are are winning these events, and of course, it's interesting because only one person has won multiple majors, and it's Zane this year in 2022. Everybody else has taken one, and so I'm excited mm -hmm. to see how it goes in terms of who makes it to winners finals and how it goes in grands. But I still look at Zane and I go, please, Zane, please make everyone feel hopeless about how good you play, <laughs> especially since especially since there doesn't seem to be a chic. A big sheik in the way, like Jamuk, like Leffen. So, if mm -hmm. you're having problems with the sheik matchup, and there's not a sheik here, if you win double down over players like like IBDW and Hungrybox and Amsa, it's still a W, and we take those. So, That's I'm it. looking at I'm looking at Zane. It, it's sort of like how we looked at Hungrybox for CEO. Hungrybox, you gotta win this event, but then he didn't. So sad. But for for this and Zane, it's like. You know the Puff matchup. You know how to beat Amza in the Yoshi matchup. You'll beat IBDW as long as you are playing at a high enough level and IBDW is playing at like a certain, like not at level 10 perhaps because IBDW is a really good Fox that does challenge Zane. But this is an event that Zane can win assuming that the seed play actually plays out like it does in real life. So barring the whole real life versus what's supposed to happen on paper, who do you like for this event? I think Zane is the Zane's the overwhelming favorite. I think the only reason Zane wasn't the overwhelming favorite at Gommel specifically is because he didn't get to have that matchup against Hungrybox. I think right. Zane is very, very favorite in that matchup, specifically head to head. Um, but you know, got got double J mooked and J Mook played out of his gore to Gommel. So, you know, big props to J Mook for doing doing the Lord's work and and beating down the sword guy. <laughs> but when it really boils down to it, I think it's really important to note that there, like you're saying, there's not that top level presence that not that top level chic presence that's going to be a threat to Zane specifically. So what it really going to have to look at is who is going to be, if anyone, going to be the threat to take down Zane. I mean, there's IBDW, there's Mango, and I think none actually has that potential as well. 
I think in a lot of their recent sets, none has been made to look the fool, but I know that none has that potential to absolutely one-shot those midweight characters. So that your sheiks, your your Marths, and a lot of none's biggest wins were against, you know, middleweight characters like Sheik and Marth. So I think he has that potential to make an upset. I think Amsa also has the potential to beat Zane. It's gonna be it's a lot of potential. I think it's one of those things where I I, I would take Zane specifically against like IBW, I take him 60-40. I think against Mango, maybe another 60-40 against none is 70-30 against Amsa is 70-30. And maybe a 70-30 against Hbox. But the thing is, none of those are 100% guarantees. I think Zane, by and away, is probably the favorite matchup to matchup, especially in those top eight performances. Um, I think Hbox could go back to back. I think Hbox is playing very, very well. You know, say what you want and about how you feel about, you know, planking, playing defensive, playing the ledge. But if you're still within the rule set and you're playing to win, in the grand scheme of things, this is a tournament, you play to win. And yes. HBox did that, and HBox has been doing that for years. Um, I think Mango's due. Mango is due for a win. And more than anything, the person who's most due out of that top eight is Amsa. I think Amsa could make huge waves if he were to take down uh, Double Down this weekend. Absolutely, 100%. And so we'll just leave it at that. So for the podcast stuff that we have going on, you can see that this is a new overlay and stuff. There's also going to be a FOB controller giveaway. So follow at BSM pod and you will see that go live sometime in the very near future. Just keep an eye out. Trust me. You want to win a free FOB controller, be part of the future. How to make sure that people know where they can find you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm at Hey Hada on Twitch and Twitter at Hada. I think on YouTube, what's really cool is, um, well, in the Peach uh, Research and Development Discord, the R&D Discord, which is actually a very poppin' Discord. It's been that like that for a little while. Even back in the Facebook days, we had a Facebook group. Um, good friend of mine and um, big p- and a pillar, of, especially of the, te- of the West Texas community, I believe San Antonio, is a Luigi Toilet. Um, he's actually making a combo video for all the relevant R&D Discords, and, and Peach is the newest one. So I submitted uh, some spicy clips for that. Okay. As well as um, I have a um, a dual-tage montage combo video with Pelipper in the works. Um, you know, we have some clips saved up. I don't know if we have everything we want quite yet, but it's in the works. So we have some really spicy peach content coming out. Um, I've been playing a lot of volleyball, like too much. <laughs> um, like, so it's, my schedule is crazy. It's, it's work in the morning, get off work, and then I play drop in on tuesday i have a league wednesday i have a sand league thursday which i'm about to go to i have drop in on friday uh saturday's really my only day off and monday monday's my actual only day off um saturday i go play outdoor if um i'm not doing anything with the lady and sunday night i play drop in and then i start the week over um, oh so my gosh <laughs> i've been working out i've been playing a ton of volleyball i've been winning a lot i have a, a volleyball tournament four before tournament on saturday night so if you uh if you like sports ball, if you like content like that, I'm actually going to try to start tweeting about it a little bit more. My next big content related purchase for myself is probably going to be a GoPro or something like that so I can start filming actual volleyball content. It's in the works. I've been saying it for a while, but you know with new job and a lot of bills, you know, some things have to take a back seat and this is one of those, but it's definitely in the works, I promise. So, trying to branch out a little bit, get more into the fitness side and uh if you're into fitness as well as gaming, the Play Crack Get Jack program through all chat esports through our Discord. 
there's lots of great ways and a lot of great people who are here to help you in your fitness journey. And I think it's a really important way to keep a good work, gaming, and life balance. Be healthy to yourself. Be a healthy mind, healthy body. And uh, you'll go far, for sure. And, of course, with all those things, Hada, good luck. I love the fact that you're trying to be responsible with everything. But yeah. once you're able to do all the stuff that you want to do, I know it's going to feel <laughs> super great. So... Keep, keep hanging in there, and to all of you, drink water, stay safe, and we will see you next week. Drink water, baby.